This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focus. Uh, on the topic of maniacal uh, individuals. <laughs> Dude, you sounded like Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. <laughs> Hear more at HardlyFocus.com. Don't try to ever do that again because that was like a spontaneous <laughs> thing that was just perfect the way it happened. focused uh, Jack Gill and for the first time in a very very long time Nicole Mossy hello you can guess us hardly focus.com on your favorite podcast app uh, we're on YouTube at hardly focus.com slash YouTube Nicole has a twitch channel that is twitch.tv slash dude kid hey and Nicole how do you spell dude dude is spelled d-o-o-d Thank the you, best Nicole. way yes the only way. The only way. The correct way. Yes. If uh, you only listen to our podcasts in piecemeal, uh, listen to the whole episode. Um, what are you doing, you knucklehead? Exactly. Uh, so if you missed it, this is the first time that Nicole and I have not only done a podcast together in eight years, it's actually the first time we've seen each other and spoken to each other in eight years. Yep. And we, we just dove right in. That really is a good feeling. That's a liberating feeling. You know, you're just like, let's just go. Let's go. Do it live. Because, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I'm the type of person who just tends to, like, reach out to people that I've, I haven't seen or talked to in a long time. And there's always sort of that, for me anyway, in the back of my mind where I'm like, how's this going to go? Oh, sure. Yeah. And I'm too scared. I just, I'm just like, oh, they're, they've moved on with their life. I'm sure they've forgotten all about me. And we just like that, just jump right into okay. it. Yep. Um, it's like riding a bike. Uh, so th- th- there was uh, news before the the episode here, before we start recording, and that's that uh, Olivia Newton-John is no longer with us. That is wild. That is, I was like, are you serious? Yeah, I, uh, part of me wasn't surprised, but at the same time, it's a, it is a shock. I mean, she was... Of course. Not an obscure actress in the least. No. No. I mean, iconic. Were you a Grease fan? I did like Grease. And if you remember, our high school did Grease. I think I was in that. I think you were in that. I think I was like background guy number 12. (laughs) Yeah. Remember? No, but I really really did like Grease. And I, I definitely grew a better appreciation for it, you know, as the years went on, you know. And she was a great... 29 year old high schooler so you know yeah she was i think she yeah. i think she was older than travolta too was she wow yeah she was she was 73 and how old travolta is definitely not in his 70s um he's not yet no no he is 68 so yeah he's 68 definitely younger uh than than she fact- was a Travolta 68 is wild. But yeah, I was reading um, reading news articles because I didn't realize that she was having a 30-year battle with cancer. Yeah. 30 I, years. I knew she had it. I didn't realize it had come back. Yeah, I guess it had come back like two or three times. Yeah. She, it's... Yeah, she had breast cancer. At, uh, was it... Mit- I can pronounce it. I know I can. You can do it. Mistest... Mit- mit- it spread metastasized metastasized thank you (laughs) between the two of us we'll get it i i will tell you that in the last eight years my ability to pronounce words has not improved in the least (laughs) 
you're at least you're consistent. <laughs> Some things never change. Exactly. Uh, oh, John Travolta, his his statement about Olivia Newton-John. All, all he said is, I love you. Oh, I just got chills. Oh, that's that's Aww. that's a nice tribute. Uh, it is. Nice statement. Um, he said he said uh, he said more. He posted a photo of her on uh, Instagram and um, posted a whole statement about her. But yeah, she had cancer. Uh, she one of her now she was married, I think, four times, three or four times. One of her husbands just disappeared. Oh, goodness. Yeah. he was Like mysteriously. Yeah. He was uh, sailing uh, off the California coast and just disappeared. Oh, that is terrifying. The ocean is nothing to mess with. Cthulhu is there. <laughs> like, it's no joke. He just, like, popped out of the water. It, was many it could tentacles. have been anything. He could have landed on that big trash pile that's floating around out there in the Pacific. Yeah. There's a private investigator, I guess, that's uh, with, with nothing to support this claim whatsoever, says that her husband is now living in Mexico under a new identity and did the whole thing to get the life insurance payout. I see. And he's basing that on what again? Uh, sugar packets. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I mean, sometimes <laughs> they can be reliable. <laughs> so. I've read some very nice things on some Splenda packets. <laughs> they actually like put designs on Splenda packets now. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I'm just like, what, what do we got going on here? Okay. It's like, got, it is going to be a good day, Splenda. Thank you. It's one of my favorite Grandpa Simpson lines. Is he uh, he tries to explain to Bart, uh, you know, the the Wright brothers playing and Kitty Hawk, and of course gets all of his facts incorrect. And Bart's <laughs> like, course. "Wow, how do you know so much, Grandpa?" And he's like, "I pieced it together mostly from sugar packets." Right? You got to get your knowledge somewhere. Oh, back then, sugar packets were just generic. They had the logo on it and maybe nutrition facts. And nowadays, Splenda is full blown putting works of art on on the packaging. Mm-hmm. Again, cyclical. I don't like the uh, future that we live in. You don't? You don't like the artwork? <laughs> I just, why is there artwork on my sugar packets? I'm literally just opening this to dispense it in coffee and it's going to go right in the trash. You're going to jazz up your coffee. I guess if they're doing it to like, I don't know, put you in a good mood to start the day yeah, off. Yeah, give you something. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, my whole thing is if you can make it to 75 or uh, even like 73, like you're close enough. That's a life well lived. Yeah. Can you imagine being 73 though? I can't even imagine being almost 33. I can't. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I can't imagine being 33. Yeah. I I think of myself still as a child. Now I, I live, know. I live like a child. I have the diet of a child. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. So that might have something to do with it, do you yeah. think? I've got giant Homer Simpson uh, uh, stand up behind me. I see his legs. Yeah. <laughs> that was a uh, from from a former workplace. We, we had that on display. It was going to be thrown out. I'm like, the fuck you're throwing that out. That's Grab mine. That. that is mine. Uh, you know, I didn't tell you earlier. We were talking about Fallout. Mm. Uh, if I may completely divert away from a, a sad. I'm subject. always happy to talk about Fallout. I have. Every room in my house, a Vault Boy bobblehead. Oh, that's awesome. 
Oh, in- I've got a little vault boy. He's it's kind of hard to see him, but I've got got like a little link over there, and then there's a teeny tiny little vault boy hanging out right there. It's a nen- Nendoroid, I think they're called. Yeah, there's like it's like a knockoff Funko. Or, yeah, and he's yeah. got like a bunch of different like heads and faces and stuff right here. But I got a little fallout, a little vault boy guy right there. I see your Link, and then I see your Tom Nook as well. Yes. Yep. I've got I've got my Tom Nook. He's gonna he's gonna break my kneecaps and because I got the money. <laughs> I've got some Hollow Knight. I've got some Hollow Taco. I've got. That is a big fallout blanket over there. Nice. So I've, my my nerd stuff is we're getting there. I have um, and now it's all disheveled. But that blanket that you see on the couch there is a vault yeah. boy blanket. But that's uh, my dog's blanket, so it's Aww. nothing short of a mess. Of course, naturally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've got so in this in this room I've got a uh, just the generic uh, vault boy bobblehead, but. Mm-hmm. Um, in most rooms in the house, though, it's uh, a different uh, type, like strength, perception, um, charisma. I, I found endurance yesterday. I think that was I, I. I don't know if like my. I don't know if my garage in my basement count. Uh, yeah, but it I counts. okay. So I need to find two more then. Okay, and then you've got all of the special. Yes, I think I That's have. That's awesome. I think at this point I have all, if not most, of the special. Um, yeah, because they did a they did a whole set for Fallout Four, and then they did one a set for for seventy six. Mm-hmm. And you can usually find them at Target. Like every every once okay. in a while, I go into Target and I see them in stock, and I always I'm getting to the point now where I I I have duplicates. Okay, I gotta I gotta check it out. I gotta get some more Fallout swag. Yeah, I approve of your of your decorating decisions. That's that's fantastic. Of course, have a bobblehead in every room. Hell, if uh, Terrar doesn't want it, I'll, I'll I, I could send you the strength <laughs> one I got <laughs> yesterday by accident. Oh. Um, but yeah, I have one in every room because uh, why that why the hell not? Well, because it uh, it only makes sense. I want people to like who aren't familiar with the franchise too to like come in and look around and be like, who are these little guys that you have? Cause there's Why like, do you have one of these in every room walking up the stairs. There's one there in the living room. There's one there in the kitchen, in the bedroom, in all the bathrooms. Like <laughs> what's your deal, man. <laughs> just these, little, these little blonde hair guys just staring at me. Who is this man? <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you, if, uh, you might be able to find them at Target because, like I said, yeah. there's. I'm, it's been several years now since the last Fallout game came out, and I'm still finding Vault Boys at Target. So yeah, keep my ass peeled. Um, but anyway, um, so Fallout Four. What did you think about Fallout Four? I know we were talking earlier about like being in Boston and what, like you seeing the um the advertisements everywhere, but uh, I don't think I asked your actual like opinion and your, I guess, review <laughs> now several yeah. years after the fact of fallout four. Cause we were, that was something that you and I were really looking forward to. Yes. And so when it came out, I legitimately took time off of work. I took a week off of work to play the game. Um, Hell so yeah, me too. 
<laughs> I had to. I was like, you know what? I am 25. I'm an adult. I'm taking a week off. They're like, where are you going? Boston. Home. <laughs> going home. See ya. Um, I'm going to put you live in Boston. Exactly. Right. Um, but no, I, I loved it when it came out. I really enjoyed myself when it came out. Um, it was, you know, there's so much hindsight now that, that goes into it. You know, um, the voice protagonist, I know a lot of people didn't really like that. I didn't mind that so much. I liked it. Um, I guess I didn't really notice that you didn't really get a lot of options in terms of dialogue. That was a complaint that a lot of people had. Yeah. I didn't really have an issue with that. Um, cause I always kind of play the same character going through everything. Anyway, I always just try to be like a, a helpful, good person. And that's the way that the storyline kind of naturally tries to, you know, get you through the story. Um, so I really enjoyed my time. Um, and then I thought the DLCs were great. I, the unpopular opinion. I preferred Nuka World over Far Harbor, but I can totally understand why people loved Far Harbor. It was legitimately fantastic. Um, I just, I just liked, you know, the kitschiness of Nuka World better. Um, so I liked it. I really liked it then. I can understand people's, you know, critiques about it now. I didn't really have an issue with it, but I can understand where people are coming from. Um, I thought the DLCs were done fine. I can also kind of understand people's frustration with some of the DLCs. Like, um, what was it? There was a DLC that was just about like building. Oh yeah. Like, okay. Well, that's really not much there. Was it just called like know? workshop? It was like workshop or something like that. So it wasn't even really like a DLC. Um, you know, admittedly, I mean, gosh, New Vegas's DLCs, no contest. Oh my you know, god, hands down better. Yeah. Um, Lonesome Road, holy shit. Um, honestly, Old World. Ugh, okay. Mm, I want. I, I, I want. I want into this. Okay. I want. I want to hear what you think about this. Okay. Can I? Okay. Oh. While, while while you think about it, if I may yeah. elicit this reaction from you. Exactly. Exactly. I, I have. That's how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> uh, I have never played Nuka World. Wait, can you play that again? The sound drop. Yes. <gasps> how? <laughs> I have the, the season pass. I just never got to it. Play it. I need to. I just. I have no excuse. What are you doing? This is like how I'm just getting into Point Lookout and Fallout Three. It just. Uh, <sighs> I. I. I it's ADD. I just I cannot stay focused on on anything for too long. That's why the name of the show is called Harley Focused. Fair, but I'm gonna give you a homework assignment. You're gonna need to do the DLCs, Fuck and then yeah. I want a three page report on my desk about how Nuka World is superior to Far Harbor. <laughs> you, just, um, <laughs> you just copied all this off the wiki. I know, right? And I'm gonna be checking the wiki. Okay. All right. There better not be any plagiarism. I want APA citations. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, well, you're still in school. Okay, so I makes... know. I okay. know. I just this learned APA all... citation, to be fair. This is all still fresh in your mind. I hear that, and I'm having non-flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, right. No, this is my everyday. Yeah. I will get to it eventually. Because, uh, uh, well, if I'm sitting around, I'm thinking, like, what haven't I played yet? I should just fire up four and just start Nuka World. You should. I don't even know where I'm at. And I think I'm at uh, almost the end of the main campaign anyway in four. So I'm, uh, 
like I think I'm at a level now where I can go to Nuka World and not get obliterated. Yeah, yeah. Now's the time to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for four, uh, do you use power armor or no? I that is a really good question because I will I have I think like five sets and I swap yeah. between them. Um mm-hmm. but it's almost like an element of RP because like, okay, if I want to wear power armor, I gotta go back to sanctuary and swap and it's a whole it's a whole to do and things that should only take me a couple minutes to accomplish end up taking like a half an hour because there's the travel time and the swapping and the repairing and yeah uh, and then i have like armor that looks cool that i want to wear but is garbage when it comes to stats and then armor that doesn't look cool but is great when it comes to stats so my life is very difficult is what i'm saying I completely sympathize. Um, I will give another shout out for Nuka World. If you like power armor, there's okay. really cool power armor in Nuka World. Just saying. And you only get it in um, Nuka World? Yeah. Do I'm you, sorry? Do you only get it in Nuka World? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if, if for no other reason, then you need the power armor. But yeah, for um, for four, I was always in power armor. Three, I didn't bother with it because you had to do like the special Brotherhood of Steel stuff. And I never really, I know the whole story was like with them, but I never really got into, you know, using power armor for there. And then New Vegas, I think was the same way where you had to do training. Yeah. Before I couldn't get, I couldn't get through it without power armor. I don't think I've ever worn power armor in New Vegas. And it was it was so broken because I was playing like a sneaky sniper, but stomping around in power armor and somehow it worked. If your sneak is at 100, then like the laws of physics are uh, like, defied. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and they still and can't people hear don't you. see me. <laughs> uh, yeah, three. I um, right now I'm like swapping between Enclave and Tesla armor. Um, yeah. But I don't remember the last time I played Fallout 3 ever having power armor. Yeah, I think it was like hard to get. You had to do, I never did it, but you had to get some kind of training, I think, or a special skill with them. I can't quite remember how to do it. I never did it. You have to go um, to you have to go to the Citadel and not piss the Citadel off. Um, I was probably sassy at the Citadel. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Got a little sassy at the Citadel. No power armor for me. The first time I played Fallout 3, too, I really didn't know how to, like, build a character and didn't really know how to do anything. So, yeah, um, yeah. Now I know, like, you know, what you pump your stats into, what what specials you take. And um, exactly. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, my I, despite my best efforts, my characters always end up being like super suave and super intelligent. And I can pass speech checks like. Uh, but they're fun. I like the speech checks. My new Vegas playthrough right now. I'm playing. Uh, I'm envisioning him as like, uh, uh, <laughs> like every bully that you see in every cartoon. You know, like your Binky from Arthur or Harold from Hey Arnold, where like super strong, but your intelligence is zero. I mean, but even I mean, for New Vegas, that's even funny too. Like they just they were New Vegas was amazing. Like it just for all around. Yeah. did a great job new vegas is a masterpiece it really is like 
And I can, I can get past the graphics. Some people can't. I can get past. I don't care that everyone looks like a potato <laughs> and everything's orange. Yeah. Fine by me. And actually having been to that general area now too, I can tell you they didn't screw around when it came to uh, the world building. Is it just orange? It is just orange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being in the actual Mojave desert will make you wish for a nuclear winter okay um, okay so see they were on to something but i spent a lot of time last year in prim oh okay and by a lot of time i mean like you know i i didn't like i stopped like to and from my way to vegas and out of vegas but like actually like took the time to walk around and explore uh oh, and cool. it's exactly what you see in the game really that's yeah, all there it's that's they, awesome they, they didn't mess with it even like the vicky and vance casino for example yeah the uh one of the casinos actually has the bonnie and clyde museum in it which is what that's based off of yep yep with the car and yeah yeah so it's uh but the, like the amusement park is there the roller coaster um it wasn't open last time i was there i don't know if it was because of covid or, or for other mm. reasons but it's what you see in the game is there in real life. Like video games taught me about something. Did you have to be careful crossing the bridge for for the landmines? Oh, I definitely blew my leg off. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. your immersion was complete. Then you got the complete experience. I blew my leg off, and then I slept for an hour. Woke up, and I was at perfect health. Right as rain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Good Springs is also a real town. Yeah, yeah. You drive off of, as you're driving down uh, five back to, to Los Angeles, you can uh, get off the highway. Uh, there are signs for it. And uh, it's about like maybe a 10 minute drive uh, just down like this two lane road that just cuts right through the middle of the desert. And Good Springs itself is just this little town exactly as you see it in the game. It's a, it's a, it's a stop for bikers. Like bikers okay. will just stop there, but there's a cafe and there's the general store and you go inside the general store and it's just, it's just decked out in, in fallout, uh, swag. After all these years. That's awesome. Yeah. They said, I love that. that. I was talking to someone that worked there and they said that their, uh, tourism went up because of the game and that they're, they love it. Uh, people like me just come by just to take pictures and, and, uh, just see like you know what they have there and they even said that i guess it was under new ownership and mm -hmm. they were going to uh renovate the entire place to actually have it look like how it does in the game oh i thought you were gonna say i got nervous for a second i was like oh my gosh don't take all this away Phew, they're gonna they would just want to preserve it no they're, in fact awesome. they're, they're they're gonna give into it even more than they already have because before that's it was, so cool before it was just like like i said it was just a, a biker stop and then yep. it, it was um immortalized in a video game and now all of a sudden tourism skyrockets for this quite literal village in the middle of the desert I mean, after so many years, too. Gosh, I mean, it has Vegas. Is, New Vegas has been around for over 10 years, right? 2010. Or is it just it, 2010? Yeah. Gosh, 12 years then. Yeah, because I remember it was uh, for my 21st birthday. The timing was perfect when it came oh, out. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I remember playing that game. And I remember loving going to the casino, playing blackjack, and then playing caravan. Could you, I love caravan. Okay, I've never played caravan. I cannot figure caravan out. It's so easy. 
I'm a simple man. It's so easy. I love caravan. Okay. I'll tell you how to make a good deck. You're just going to stack your deck with a bunch of like tens and nines, get a bunch of jacks, get a bunch of kings in there. And then like twos and threes, just play either side. Okay. But you got to sabotage the other guy. Okay. I'll tell you all about it. All right. I'm I'm lazy. I'm a simple man, but I will take you up on this. Um, yeah, I just, uh, there's always that dude. Whatever his name is, that's hiding out in the gas station in Good Springs. Ringo! Yeah, that wants to teach me how to play. And I'm like, ah, I'm in a period of indecisiveness right now because do I want to help you or do I want to sell you out to the powder gangers? Uh, do I want to take over the town? I don't want to, I don't have time to play caravan right now. I don't have the mental capacity to play caravan right that's now. That's fair. That's fair. You got a lot to juggle. I have never once sided with caesar's legion no no i couldn't and you know from what i understand um the way that the game was developed it was a very short timeline so they couldn't really flesh out a story from that perspective i think i never say this name right but ulysses um was supposed to be like a, a um a legion companion like back earlier in the development of the game and they just never got around to being able to doing it or whatever, take all this with a grain of salt. Um, My understanding is that obsidian didn't get a chance really to flesh that part out. But then again, you're going to side with a bunch of slavers. Like where is the incentive? I have no incentive to join this group. I just, I can't do it. I, I I've done every other like possible outcome with that game. And a lot of them aren't is like they're they're really no better than siding with the Legion, but I just morally cannot side with the Legion. Well, that's one of that's one of the great things about New Vegas is that none of the endings are good, right? Because if you take especially Lonesome Road as canon, eventually the tunnelers are going to come in and just decimate the area anyway. Yeah, everyone's doomed. Um, and I love those kinds of stories where it's like, you like you did your part and yeah, you saved the day, but not really. Cause ultimately, you know, something else is going to come and, and ruin everything anyway. Right. Um, you quite literally saved the day, the day <laughs> yeah. tomorrow, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Tomorrow it's going to get all fucked up. What yep. does not matter? Um, yeah. So, uh, new Vegas, DLC, absolutely phenomenal. Only played through all of it once. I heard you start to say something about Old World Blues. I was going to list my favorite DLCs in order. Okay. Because So I know that the story... Ooh, do I know the story order, actually? I'm forgetting it because it's been a little while. Um, oh, that's I know Lonesome Road, obviously, is the last one. Um, I don't know if it starts with Honest Hearts. It wasn't crazy about Honest Hearts. I wasn't that one didn't capture me. I got lost a million times and everything looked the same. Um, yeah, it gets it was in a Canyon. It gets repetitive. And cause like, you, cause that's the one where like the last like third of it, you're on a highway, right? You're on like an elevated highway. No, that's lonesome road. Okay. What was honest hearts? Honest hearts was the one where I think, do you go to Utah? You're like in the Canyon and oh. you're going around with the, what is it? The white legs and that's a uh, Zion. Yeah. Zion. Zion. You're going yeah. to Zion. Yeah. Okay. Which is that Utah? That is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With the Mormons. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> Sorry. And then Mormons are in New Vegas and it's full circle. Um, but yeah, I wasn't crazy about that one. Lonesome Road was interesting. It definitely did feel like the Lonesome Road. And the monsters were so tough. Those were the tunnelers. Um, that one ended a little underwhelming for me. It was supposed to be this big moment where they're like, you were the one who started all of this spoilers for a game. That's 12 years old, by the way. Right. Um, but like, you're the reason that the divide is the divide. And it's like, okay, cool. But I wasn't there. So, um, so that one was okay. Old world blues was amazing. That one's very narrative heavy. Loved it. The dialogue is amazing. I love going to the think tank and listening to all of the different scientists just blabber and just be ridiculous. Like that is so funny. Dr. Mobius is hilarious. Is the name Dr. Mobius? Yeah, Whatever it is. I've only um, played it once. It's almost a decade ago and it's all robots too, right? Like there's no humans. Well, there are lobotomites where it's like skeletons in these animation suits. Like, all oh, right. The scientists just screwed over the area entirely, just went wild with their experiments. It was just so, so funny. Yep. Um, and then, oh, uh, gosh, uh, uh, sorry, c- cut this out. Um, dead it's, money. Uh, dead money. Thank you. Dead money was so good. Dead money was the best one. The Sierra Madre Casino. It was with, the best one with the gas that uh, isn't it like a like a gaseous cloud that is just enveloping the whole area. The noxious cloud, and like I said, so the um, there's a couple ways that things can end for the Mojave. One of them is the tunnelers eventually will come and you know destroy everything because that's what they do. Another one is depending on how you end um, dead money is the the poisonous cloud could go over to the Mojave and and that could be how things end before the tunnelers. I don't know if both happen. I think it just depends on how you end. Um, what's that name again? I apologize. Um, the DLC dead money. Dead money. money. (laughs) I think it depends on how you end it because there's a, a few different ways you can end that DLC. Um, but yeah, I like how both of those tied into the fates. And then what was the last one? There was one more. Oh, it was, uh, I think it was just the gun runners arsenal. Oh yeah. The extra items. Yeah. That, that's um, like super overpriced too. Oh, but the weapons are amazing. If you, you just, that's the thing. You got to play caravan. You got to get everybody's money and then maybe you'll be able to afford a gun. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the order. Maybe you'll have 30 grand. The order that you play it in, by the way, is dead money. Uh, Honest Hearts, Old World Blues, and then Lonesome Road. And then Lonesome Road. Yeah. Really? I thought I thought Dead Money was later, but I like I know Dead Money was the first one to come out. Uh the order that I played it in was Dead Money, Old World, um, Lonesome Road, and then Honest Hearts. I think I was the same way as you, but flip flopping the last two. I think I did Honest Hearts before Lonesome Road. I totally fucked up uh <laughs> It took me three tries before I figured out I was doing something wrong. The beginning of uh, Honest Hearts, uh, like firing at something when I wasn't supposed to fire at it and pissing off the tribe. Yeah. All coming after me. And then I realized there's a whole like a a whole scripted event that's supposed to happen. And you just don't do anything. Let it happen. Yep. Yep. Um, That's uh, the same thing. I showed someone New Vegas and the first thing they did was just completely shot up good springs. And I was like, that's not, <laughs> I did that too. I was like, I didn't think you would do that. And then you did that. 
I was like, that's one way to play the game, I guess. I was always so conditioned into uh, when you're when you leave. Um, well, what the hell? What the hell? Town Doc is Mitchell's. It? No, it's the town where you first encounter the Legion and they've killed everybody. Nipton. Nipton. Yeah. Um, you leave Nipton and like you're traveling now through that that little canyon and you can come across a encampment where the legion has i think it's a bunch of like ncr mm -hmm. held captive mm -hmm. yeah and uh, this is the first time where i haven't done this i always would go up there and kill all the legionaries and, and save whoever's there and then there gets to be a point where just random groups of legionaries will come after me and always kick my ass mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i just realized during this playthrough i could skip all of that and never have to worry about it and i was always just constantly making things more difficult for me than need be yep it's it's i think they did a good job with the reputation um with well now that i'm saying that i'm gonna backtrack a little bit because like you could do so much like as long as you offset enough things you could still have like really good karma um but yeah if you have bad um bad reputation with either one if you were to do it the flip side and join caesar's legion and then get you'd get vilified with the ncr you'll have ncr rangers coming in and finding you so the sweet spot is to have like neutral karma because then yep. neither group will send parties after you. Until you meet, uh, what's his face there? Um, yes, man. Because then once you meet yes, man, then everything temporarily resets. So you have the opportunity to kind of go back and yep. make amends with people. Yep. Yep. That's when, uh, what's his name? Volpus in Colta comes over with a coin from Caesar. And he's like, hey, come on over to the fort. And I'm like, I think about it. And I'm like. If that was me, right, and a group of slavers wanted to be like, hey, we're going to forgive all your past transgressions. Come on over to our fort. No way in hell. Like, <laughs> whoa, there's no way I'm going to be coming back from that. Right. How would I ever trust that? Are you kidding me? A five foot tall woman? I am not going to go <laughs> into Legion territory. I have not done like a bazooka. I've done that once and I was OP enough that I obliterated everything including it so good to clear that camp including caesar i killed everybody oh yeah i made sure to bring boone too yep oh was so worth it oh yeah and it's 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 worth it to just watch the animation come up of all the quests that you have now failed because you yeah. killed everybody <laughs> yep you're like you're worth it i don't care don't care about that one i don't care about that one yep yep, yep. nice all right uh Let's uh, let's regroup and come back and we can wrap things up. How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay, we will return. Stick around. Work that second to death. Come on now. Work that second to death. Hardly focused.